When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Santa, you could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy, on now at APCO. <laughs> for logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Can I get you to say with me, how bloody are you? Across the ditch. And it will be Julian King that we are joining about now, I hope. Julian King. Mm, hello. I think we, yes, hello, we Staffy. There oh, he is. It's been a while. It How has you, been a friend? while. I'm very well. I'm very well. It's different working on an Anzac day. I think it's the first Anzac day I've ever worked. Is that right? You yes. know, it's interesting because Matt White uh, got the call up for Vossie and breakfast this morning and I had about 20 missed calls from Tommy. So can you cover mornings? And I said, I'll do it if we cross to Staffy. That's the only <laughs> thing that'll get me out of bed. You know, was it was it Linda Evangelista or one of those that said, I don't get out of bed for more than 10,000 a day. I said, I don't get out of bed unless I can talk to Mark Stafford. Jeez, I feel special, mate. I feel special. <laughs> now, uh, Anzac Day, look, before we get into all things sport, I mean, we've got a couple of games of football in the rugby league and, and the AFL, but uh, it, it's a really, really special day on the calendar. Look, it really is. Um, and it's one, it's probably when I feel my most uh, patriotical is Anzac Day and you know there's all that joyful banter between New Zealand and Australia but we really are comrades in arms and historically um, that will never change and you know we have dawn services all over the country and it feels like half the country get up at five in the morning and go and pay respects to the 18,000 lives that were lost uh, Kiwis lives were lost in the war um, and we pay respects and uh, because we're such a small country you're not far removed from having been related to one you know and um, I really like the melding of sport and Anzac Day and every year I say the Melbourne Storm New Zealand Warriors game Melbourne Storm do it just about as good as any sports team in Australia Um, it's must watch TV Um, it just gives me goosebumps it it does Uh, my my grandfather served in the New Zealand Navy um, and the point I made earlier on in the program and I was chatting to my colleague in Melbourne Daniel Cherney who writes for Code Sports he covers AFL and and he also said the same thing The, the thing about it is for those people that may not be engaged in Anzac Day or the history of the Anzacs, you go, to, but there are footy fans and they go to these sporting events and they see the ceremony and, and they're forced to absorb the stories and the history in the mm. background. So it actually brings people into the significance of this whole event. Mm. It really does. It's um, it's quite it's quite an emotional moment because yeah, both my grandfather served in in the wars, and I and I it always takes me back, Julian, to uh, I sat down with my grandfather, and a lot of them don't talk about the war. It was just yeah. too horrific. But 
I sat down on the beach with him for a whole afternoon and he told me of his experiences at war when I was about, oh, I'm going to say I was about 10. And it was it was amazing, it was horrific, but it made it real. And uh, just to sit across from my granddad who was telling me these stories, it was, um, yeah, it was very grounding, I must say. Let's have a look at the Super Rugby. Uh, this was the Super Round in the weekend. It's a wonderful idea, and they pinched the idea from Rugby League's Magic Round. Um, Georgina Robinson this morning, Staffy, had a really good article in the Nine Papers. She said the problem is it was it was great in terms of the product on the field. You had about 30,000 through the gates over three days, I think seven matches, but it was sort of wedged in between the AFL and the Rugby League, and they're trying to sort of partner with Tourism New Zealand to get people over and yes there are issues with COVID and people are a bit wary about flying but it seemed to be lost in all the other noise Yeah we've been talking about that quite a bit today as well and we sort of scratched our head as to and I'm not taking anything away from Melbourne being a a magnificent sporting venue but not for rugby I mean it's AFL it's football, it's basketball, it's cricket it's soccer football it's pretty much everything but rugby and we've heard from Kiwis living in Melbourne saying um, without their link to New Zealand they didn't know it was on so the locals didn't really know it was on I also have learned this morning that it was supposed to be round three um, and probably in Sydney or the Gold Coast but because of COVID that couldn't happen so it was really like the only park that was available um, because it's Anzac weekend and Australia have massive clash uh, fixtures over Anzac weekend uh, it had to be Melbourne because everything else was was full and the Sydney football stadium isn't ready so um, great that they're trying something different though uh, because Super Rugby over the last few years has got a bit same same um, so so hopefully something bigger and better next year. Yeah, well, there's talk about bringing it forward to before the start of the league and Aussie rules season. I think there's merit in that for the for the sport, particularly in Australia, Staffy, to get some, some clean air because this concept's owned by New Zealand Rugby and they licensed it out to an events company called TEG Sport who then in turn negotiated a two-year deal with the Visit Victoria to, to bring it to Melbourne and then they paid the New Zealand teams who obviously had to give up their home games and gave them a flat fee. So I, I don't mind the concept. I just mm. think it, it needs a, a little bit of tweaking. Let's have a look at the action on the field, though. Um, Hurricanes, Reds, that was a beauty. I mean, the, the Reds, are, they got out to a fly and then Wellington came home with a wet sail. Yeah, the the one big mistake the Waratahs, uh, sorry, the Reds made was they head high tackled Adi Savia and he didn't mm. like that. <laughs> he got his dander up and the whole team got their dander up and they just went whoosh. Um, they were looking good until then, the Reds, but uh, they sort of had no answers, did they, after that? Um, that was a good game. Uh, the Brumbies beating the Highlanders, which I was tipping all week last week. Uh, pretty special pretty special performance. And I think in the balance, without getting too emotional, it was good that an Aussie side won. Oh, thank you, mate. That's very kind of you. Do you find them the best of the Australian teams? The I do. Brumbies? Yeah, I, I, think yeah. The, I think the Brumbies... Um, and... Having said that, between the Brumbies and the Reds, when they play each other, I'm sort of 50-50 who would win. But I think the Brumbies are best equipped at taking on a lot of different types of teams, whereas the Reds are a little bit more one-dimensional, if you get what I mean. I think I think the Brumbies have a game plan to, to thwart other teams. I mean, they got the Highlanders first up, which was... I mean, the Highlanders... Uh, 
fifth of five for, of New Zealand teams. Um, so possibly the easiest game for them, but they still had to go out and win it, and, and win it they did. But the, the team I was really impressed with was the Fiji Drua against the Blues, yeah. threw everything at them. But the game that I enjoyed the most across the whole weekend was the final of the women's Super Rugby. I'm Waratahs, so glad you mentioned that. That was unbelievable. Um, the skills... I wasn't expecting such high quality, and I think five lead changes in the last 20 minutes, never say die, both teams. That was that was a game of footy. You know, it's rugby how it should be played, Staffy. Mm. Mm. Rugby how it should be played. It's interesting. I think you I might have seen you, you posted something about it on Twitter. And my first thought was, you know, the, Stephen Jones, you know, the famous rugby writer from the Northern Hemisphere, is all about, you know, traditional Northern Hemisphere rugby and defence. You can only dream of, of seeing football as free-flowing as that. Yeah, it was. Um, I was compelled to tweet about that. I was just so delighted for the uh, Fijiana Drua. Um, we know how much rugby means in the islands. We know the whole of Fiji would have been watching that game and the joy and the tears that flowed after that match was just something to behold. And first time in the competition beating, they were either three or four time defending champions, the Waratahs, a very good side as well. I, I just loved everything about that game mm. and it's made me want slash insist that Australia and New Zealand women's 15s get a Super Rugby competition going. We had a taster for the first time this year with our Super Rugby Opiki competition, four teams. Get them over there, have some trans-Tasman stuff. It'll, it'll be next level. Yeah, agreed. And Fiji, that's a market that hasn't yet reached its peak, so they'd need to do their best to tap into that. Uh, just on the Waratahs, it was 51-27. They went down to the Chiefs. So look, they, they fought bravely, the Waratahs, but we know, we always knew that it was going to be a rebuilding couple of years for, for Darren Coleman. But for Tri Hall, the Jonah Lowe. Yeah, and in the matching game last year, uh, Sean Wainui, who unfortunately passed away within the last 12 months, in this very same match got five tries in that jersey for the Chiefs, um, which is kind of interesting. You know, the Waratahs crossed the 80 minutes, probably played well for 20 of them. Uh, the mm. Chiefs probably played well for 60 of them. Um, and you just can't do that against uh, the Chiefs. They're, they're pretty relentless. Uh, but good, good patches for the Waratahs, but... I think for the rugby heads over here, what it's highlighted is there's not enough depth in Australian rugby to sustain five teams. Um, yeah. And it's going to be so hard to get it back down to three. But the, And I'm not bragging or, or, or putting the knife in, but the talent isn't there. Like your best players, like the Rebels, have got four or five really good players. But the, mm. the next step down is too big a step, if you know what I mean. Yeah, they, they padded out with clubbies, don't they? Mm, yeah, and it's yeah. a shame, you know, but we don't want to see the Rebels getting flogged by 30 and the Reds, you know, um, having a good start and a terrible finish. That's all experience and that's all depth, you know. The force would deny the game. Um, Waratahs getting beaten by 25. I mean, the Waratahs are past winners of Super Rugby, for God's sake, but it's mm. just fallen so far back and we desperately want Australia to be stronger. Yeah, so do we. We want that yeah. Leaders League Cup back at some point in the, in the next 50 years. Yeah. Hey, I know we're running out of time, Staffy. Uh, the Warriors and the Storm Anzac Day clash today. I mean, what are the Warriors at? They're 3-3 at the moment. They're, they've been reasonable. 
reasonable this year. Yeah, they're going to have to play the best game they've played for two years, to, for two seasons to, I would suggest, even get close to Melbourne. They're just such a high-speed, high-impact, quality side, the Melbourne Storm. We're starting to see improvement from the Warriors, um, but if they could stay within 12 of them, I, I would take that as a moral victory. Stay within 12, yes, I think yeah. you might be right. Best of luck to the Warriors too. I mean, Melbourne are looking for their seventh in a row. Are we done here? Is this how this works, Matt? That's how it oh, works. I never, never remember. Do, normally you say goodbye to me. Do I ever say goodbye to you, Stafford? Yeah, I'm going to give you the opportunity today, Julian. All right. Mark Stafford, always a pleasure, never a chore. Enjoy the rugby league this afternoon. Thanks. Have a great Anzac day. Thanks for getting out of bed for me, mate. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> Julian Most King there across there in Australia. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.